Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 184. In poker, with one or more jokers as wild cards, there are 184 different straight flushes. My name's Trey. I'm joined, as always, by Cam and Dylan. How are we doing, Dylan? We're doing. Glad to be back. Dylan, you've had a rough month. In and out of the pod and busy summer. Busy summer. Cam and I have been here to start every show. I realized uh, this is the first show in four episodes that it's not just Cam and I leading it off. So, Cam, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm thinking about that 184, how that works. Read that back to me. So, in poker, with one or more jokers as wild cards, there uh, are 184 yeah, okay. different straight flushes. That makes more sense. I don't know what any uh, of those words mean. I don't play poker. I'm very familiar with the game. Um, that makes more sense now. I thought they were just talking about straight flushes in general, in which case that's just not true. If the Jokers is wild, it could be any card. It makes sense. Um, all right, winners and losers. I have a big week of winners and losers. First, my losers. Tom Brady is not dating Kim Kardashian. He's dating... Arena Shake or something like that. Uh, Brad Cooper, notable list of man crushes for me. Tom and I have the same taste. And Ronaldo's ex. So he's dating her, not Kim K. Um, and then also another loser, Saquon is playing. So my take from last week is a loser. And I have a winner. Uh, Jack Jones is on the Patriots. He was at uh, camp today. I guarantee you five years ago, this kid would have been cut almost instantly. But um, he was there. Any other winners and losers before I look at the poll? No, they need, they need that guy, though. So he gets a pass. Um, that makes sense. Winner for you, Cam. Saquon, Saquon figured it out? Yeah. I mean, we figured it out. And Saquon... Uh, I don't. I don't know what. Just, I don't know why he did that. Maybe the James Robinson got to him. I don't think it would. But it, it doesn't really make sense to me as a, as a signing because he denied the franchise tag for like nine hundred k less. But then it'll take a one year deal where he still can do the franchise tag. I, for, I don't know. And he's got incentives. He has to hit now. Yeah, strange deal. Uh, strange one eighty from him. Um, but either way, um, big winner for the pod football is starting. We're almost back. Um, all right. In terms of our poll, I got a loser for us. Seven total votes on two polls. Not even the entire podcast could vote on one of them. We had one poll with four and one poll with three. Again, how hard is it? Just, it takes literally 45 seconds max if you're a slow reader. Um, but nonetheless, we have two points to give out. And unfortunately for the podcast, I would say they're go they're both going to Cam App for the takes of um, Ben Simmons winning comeback player of the year. And what was your one from last week? Um, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott throwing picks. So and picks by week ten. Cam is absolutely running away with this. It is pretty much all said and done. We've never seen a blowout like this before. Even, I think, with a couple lost points for Cam, 
He is at. I've lost four. Yeah, he's on fourteen points. Um, I don't know what the highest score is all time. Have to go back and listen to the wasties, but you're. I think you're tracking Cam. Um, your next closest competition is nine points back, Dylan Benham. <laughs> then I am eleven points back, and Tucker is twelve points back. So uh, I think this is pretty much all sewn up, Cam. So congratulations on Taker of the Year. No, 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 no. Don't put that out there. I'm putting it out there. I know what you're right trying now. to do. I'm putting it out there right now. Let's clap it up. Uh, Let's uh, clap it up for Cam, Taker of the Year. Well deserved. Third member of the podcast to get Taker of the Year. That's insane. It's good for the show. Um, Dylan never done it? Dylan's never done it? Nope. It's all right. You know, he, he his first year was like. I've never done it either, So His first year was like minor leagues for Dylan. He was like a rookie, you know, coming in, you know, trying to put up well, numbers. <clears throat> I think the second year, during the first offseason, I forget what it was, I went on an absolute tear, um, not football season, and then I lost it. <clears throat> I want to say that was year two. Tucker pulled together, uh, uh, I think, a big uh, – no, that was me. I'm two-time. Tucker's once, I'm two-time. Yeah. Um, all right. Ways to takes. Uh, I have a take ready to go. I think Cam, you let off last week. Uh, Dill, do you want to lead off? If you got, do you have a take? I do. It's actually kind of funny because you brought it up, uh, or Tucker brought it up today in the chat um, a couple hours ago. So um, we're switching gears. I feel like you guys have been talking about um, a lot of football. We're gonna go to baseball. <clears throat> Apologies if I'm. Extremely nasally, I have a cold. Summer colds are the worst. Okay, so the AL East, it's completely backwards than normal right now. Yankees are in last, Red Sox, then Blue Jays, Orioles, Tampa Bay. Everything okay over there? Yeah, everything's fine. All right, um, <clears throat> so. Yeah, the Yankees are in last. Pretty funny. Uh, the Sox are playing okay. We're officially in the final third of the season. Um, now, the take is the ALE standings will be in order top to bottom from least paid to most paid at the end of the season. It's going to go Orioles at the top, then the Rays, Sox, Toronto, and then the Yankees. That's the take. Baseball is crazy, man. It's apparently not about the money anymore. The Yankees have been trying and trying and trying since 2003 or four, whatever, something around there. And like Cam said in the chat, it's very embarrassing for them. The Sox are not spending as much, and they're 500 team. Uh, but I think this is the first time we're going to see this. I, I guarantee this has never happened before. Top to bottom, least paid to most paid, at least. Yeah, so I like this take. I agree with this take. Um, the reason this has happened is because of the nerds. The nerds have officially fully taken over baseball. Everything is money ball. Um, so in terms of the Rays, they have really good management. They have been doing this for a long time. 
You know, they, they put together these rosters with no payroll and they've been winning a ton in the last five years. Um, and the Red Sox tried to replicate it with Hein Bloom. Uh, apparently they picked the wrong guy uh, to come out of there. But um, yeah, no, the Rays have been doing this. The Orioles, I feel like it's just because they've sucked for so long. They were bound to get good at some point. Like they were terrible for a good 10 years. Um, so they were just, they were just kind of do, uh, you know, you get all these prospects and things like that. I don't really know how the draft works. I imagine they probably got a lot of great draft picks. I don't know how, if that really matters in relation to like where you're picking versus what caliber player you're getting. I don't understand the MLB draft. Um, just found out this week. You can't trade, trade draft picks in the MLB. Can't do that. So just just found that out this week. Um, but yeah, no, I like the take. Um, I think this is a paradigm shift. 20 years ago, the highest paid teams performed the best. Um, it's just the way it always worked. You throw out money at the problem and it usually solved it. And ever since Moneyball and the nerds taking over the game, everything's so analytics driven, uh, this is going to continue this trend, I think. And you'll start seeing teams trying to get the lowest payroll counter take. Um, that would be like, like the coveted piece. Like we have the lowest payroll. Um, so I like this take deal. I agree with it. I maintain my take that the Yankees are so bad because they constantly try to get the best guy and every single year they have a different roster, a different lineup and baseball is more of a team sport than you would think. Um, and they are just embarrassing the people of New York and the Yankees fans. They're almost more of an embarrassment than the the Mets. The Mets just kind of just embarrass themselves by injury, kind of. I mean, the Yankees are doing that too. Um, but the Yankees, the Yankees and the Mets are actually pretty similar. Yankees are a little bit more notorious for spending money. Um, the Mets more notorious for blowing it and, and actually never winning. Um, but nonetheless, two embarrassing franchises. The Yankees, are, I mean, they have to get rid of Brewer. And they have yeah, to. Yeah, that was your take or my take before the season last year. Yeah. I mean, it, they just have to stop making changes. Make the one change that everybody wants to do with a boon. And then have a lineup that you can keep consistently rotating. 15 guys, even 12 guys for five years and just not keep bringing in bad. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, they make it every year with the team. And then because they don't win the, the world series, they think that the problem is they don't have another big star. And obviously it's not working. Kind of got on a rant about the Yankees. I'm due for one every month or two. Uh, I disagree. I think the Yankees come back and make the playoffs. Uh, just because they they have people's hopes to give up, so they got to make it and then lose. Cam, that's, that's anytime you want to rant on your teams, you have a green light. I was listening to the episode from last week where we did 45 minutes on the Patriots of Tucker and I just yelling at each other um, and thinking how left out you must feel. So anytime you want to go on a rant about one of your teams, you're you're a green lit for as long as you want to go. It's just the Yankees. I have no bad blood against the Giants. They're in a great they, – they hold a great place in my heart. They're doing good things. Um, I won't get up too, too off topic. 
I, I disagree with your take, Dylan. I like where it's coming from. Um, I like the take that I thought you were going to go with that I actually like a little better is that this is going to flip flop completely. The, the Jays will stay where they are, but it's going to stay. It's going to go Yankees, Sox, Jays, Rays, Orioles to end it, which would be unbelievable. Rays are too good. Rays are going to finish top two. That would two. be the exact opposite of what I'm saying. I know. I thought that would be a cooler take if you said that it was going to completely flip-flop. Like the standings right now at the last third of the league are going to completely 180. Yankees win, Red Sox second, et cetera. There's just no way that it can possibly happen. I like that take. All right, uh, I have a take. I've noticed a little bit of disrespect on somebody, and I've been a part of that disrespect in the past. Um, but, you know, the Madding ratings came out, came out and uh, the top 10 QB list came out, and there was uh, somebody that was absent, and I didn't think too much on it. Cam called it out. Uh, I didn't think too much on it because it's a young guy. It's a guy that, you know, I still think has things to prove. Uh, but, you know, probably could be considered better than some of the guys on that list. Um, I certainly won more than some guys on that list. Um, and then the top 100 players came out, and this guy was rated in the 90s. Again, much much uh, lower rated than some of his contemporaries that probably shouldn't be there. It's Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence is getting disrespected in the media. I think a lot of people still have a bad taste in their mouth after that first year. I certainly did. Um, but I understand that it's not really his fault. Um, Urban Meyer was one of the worst head coaches in NFL history and set him up to fail. And that's kind of what happened. And then last year, uh, the Jaguars threw some money at the situation, you know, didn't go crazy, but brought in some vet talent um, that knows how to play in the league. I, I talked about this a little last week. And then uh, traded for Calvin Ridley. And I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter. I don't know if I sent this, but there was some uh, video uh, on Twitter. Okay, you sent it. Um, of the Jaguars running routes. And Calvin Ridley looks good. Looks very fast, very big, scary. He's going to have a huge year. But Trevor Lawrence is, is listening to this media, seeing the Madden ratings, seeing the top 100 ratings. He's going to use this to fuel him. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top three quarterback in the NFL this season. That's the take. Stunned silence there. So, so I'm, I'm with you there. I can't figure out this game, but never will. Um, I'm, I love this. I saw. I didn't send the Calvin Ridley. I saw it. I think we just both saw it and we assumed it was football, so somebody sent it. That's kind of how it goes. I send pretty much everything. But, yes, I did see it. He looked fast. I wrote his name down as a fantasy guy that I want on my team. Granted, it's one tape. I tend to overreact to those things. Um, but I love it nonetheless. I mean, we know that he's a good player. He's coming off having a... a real tough year and the fact that he's still putting out uh you know 100 percent practice shows he still wants to be there he's mad at the league um i think he's gonna he's gonna earn his stripes there i think he's gonna be the number one guy in jacksonville and you're absolutely right i mean jacksonville this organization 
And I've said this before, they are doing everything correct. They are doing everything to get their franchise guy the receivers he needs, the line he needs. They picked up the guy from Washington, one of the best guards in the league last year in the offseason. They're building him a stadium. No matter which way you slice it, they're building a stadium for Trevor Lawrence. And that's how much they have trust in their guy. A little different up there in New England, but you know we, we touched on that last week. They like their guy. Uh, sunshine in the Sunshine State. I I I don't want to agree, but I mean it, it's. I think I agree. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have an unbelievable year. I think the Jaguars are going to be good in the worst division in sports. I mean that division is awful. So if bad. They don't, if they don't win twelve games, I'll be shocked. And you know what? The biggest thing about this is I didn't like Trevor Lawrence last year. I watched him um, during the regular season. I thought he looked impressive. I mean, for that class, he didn't look any crazy. It wasn't until playoffs. Playoffs. You win a playoff game. You have the grit to go out there and be, I don't care who the team is. It could be the 0-16 Browns. If you're down 27-0, you, you don't come back from that. In the playoffs, just, I mean, that that's the guy. That's not a, that's not a guy that's below Justin Fields. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that uh, was that was the one I took real offense to. It's the Justin Fields rating, and I get it. Right. Justin Fields is getting hyped up left and right, and apparently he looked good in camp and everything like that. Like I get it, but you can't rate Justin Fields higher. He was on a five-win football team. He stunk. He was not any good. I don't even good. think Justin Fields has a higher ceiling. Uh, yeah, oh, no, absolutely right. not. No, I, I don't. I think he could be really just you know, I I can't touch on it because I'm about to make a take about Justin Justin Fields. Um, now top three I think is is tough. I, I know, like Cam said, the Jags are making strides. I don't know if they're. I mean, name of the show is wasted takes. I couldn't do top ten. Top five felt iffy. Just just decided to go on. Almost said yeah. one. Almost said best. So the thing is, is that they are in such a shit division. Do we know what the rest of their schedule is like? Do we know what the... I mean, they play the Texans, the worst team in the NFL, twice. They play the Colts, a bottom feeder, twice. Um, Who else is in that division? No, no. Tennessee sucks twice. I don't know who else they play. Like, what what does that division... I don't know who their NFC division... Is that they're going to play? I don't know. I have a anyway, other schedule. I, I, I like, know you're a big schedule guy. I should have done some research on that. I think he could, if they're playing a not so great schedule, given that their division is not so great too, if the team can find their stride, I don't see statistically why he couldn't be within top five. Top three. I think he would have to play maybe a little bit. I think the team would have to be, you know, immensely better this season um, from the hit top three. I think if they have a good season this year, and I think next year that's that's a, a good possibility. That gives him another year to, you know, figure it out too. So I like his wasted, but I think I'm going to disagree for top three, but I think he's going to be well within top ten. Potentially top like five it. if the team plays well. It's a respectful disagreement. I'll take it. I, 
I I want to ask you this still. I mean, Josh Allen's the three guy. There's always it's, I mean, it's a clear three for pretty much everybody out there right now. That it's Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen. We already discussed Josh Allen's not having that here. He's not that guy. Sorry, feel so off. Jalen Hurts. I'm about to touch on it in a second. I don't love the hype at all. Um, people are saying he's two. He's three. No, he's not. He has Tyrod Taylor numbers. He just won a lot of games with a really good team. I respect the guy. Um, Herbert got paid a big contract. Uh, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence beat him in the playoffs. Who's three then? Three is changing. So three right now is Allen. For, until further notice, three is changing. That will change by the end of the year. Yeah, I like it. I'm in. I uh, can't take it. All right, so I just uh, I just mentioned a couple guys that are involved in my take, and I'll preface this by saying I I think Trevor Lawrence is better than Justin Fields. I, I was I felt disrespect there. I don't think Justin Fields has earned anything besides having a really good rushing game that one time, and then he put up like two forty um, two hundred forty passing yards one time, and people just are like, oh my god, he's got potential. He does. He absolutely does, and I think he's going to be a lot better this year. I do. I don't believe all the hype, but I believe that he's going to take – I mean, if there's a year to do it, it's this The Packers run that division. They run Chicago, and Aaron Rodgers is gone. You have the opportunity to take over as the number one QB in that division right now. I think he takes it. Also, bias on how they got that being said, my take is this. Justin Fields, and this is I test. This could be debated. Justin Fields overall, statistically, will have a better season than Jalen Hurts next year. Now, Hurts put up numbers this year. He's the second in the MVP voting. Justin Fields was not that guy. He was not there. I'm going to go ahead and say rushing, passing, both sets of stats are going to be better than Jalen Hurts this year. The only the only part that I, I may exclude is going to be passing touchdowns, um, and that's just because the Bears, I just don't think, have the guys. But overall, statistic-wise, eye test, you look at them side by side, who had the better year, we're going to come back and say Justin Fields had a better year than Jalen Hurts. Lock it. Um... I'm going to disagree. Uh, I'm kind of a Justin Fields hater. Um, I think part of it's because, you know, I need Mac to be better than him. Um, just for my narratives, I need uh, – I was at the game where he beat the Patriots. Didn't play well, but beat them. I mean, played okay, he played well, but he didn't like – he didn't propel them to a win. They were just – the Patriots were just horrid. Um, I think, like you said – Bears have DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. Did they just they have Cole Komet, right? They just re-signed him today, I think. Um, yeah, I think Cole, I think Cole Komet just got a bigger contract than like a bunch of the running backs. He did. Uh, <laughs> People would so, freak out. I saw a great tweet about that. Um, but look, I'll, you, I'll give you one thing about Chicago. They're going all in for their guy, too. And they are. He's the same problem Mac Jones. This is the year to do it. I don't. The only people that are I mean... I don't want to talk about it. 
I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I don't know. I think Philly has more horses. Uh, obviously, they were incredible last year on O. Um, lost the Super Bowl because of the turf. Everybody knows that. Um, I just think Justin Fields hasn't proved anything yet. I think he will be better this year. I think he'll be decent. Um, I don't think... I, th- I definitely think Hurts is overrated, for sure. Um, but I got to go with history here. And history says that the Bears never have a good quarterback. They are choking dogs at the position. Um, so I'm going to just follow history here and say that, no, he will have a better season than he did last year, and they will be a better team. But the Eagles are going to stay on track, and uh, Hurts might even take a step uh, towards the elite level uh, this year. Dell. I, I don't see it happening, Cam. Um, I, I like Hertz. Um, I think he's just in a better situation. And I think that'll benefit him stats-wise. The Bears are just notorious for being not good. So, um, I, like, I think I agree with Trey. I think Fields will have a better season overall than last season. And... Um, I don't see him being better than Hurts basically in any stat. All right, Cam, you got some haters. Fuels you. Not even rushing yards, though. Okay, rushing yards. Rushing yards, he'll definitely have one. For sure. Um, There was something else that I was going to say. I forget what it is now. All right, no worries. By the way, um, I just want to point out that I was on PlayStation before this episode started and Tucker got online, so he is at home. He's just not with us. He just... Wow. He's, just want to throw He's hanging out with his girlfriend. So? It's telling so? you what's happening. Uh, your girlfriend's I'm not, I'm right not next to you, isn't she? No, uh, she's upstairs. Oh, same difference. Um, all right. Things to talk about here. Uh, obviously, NFL training camp has begun. Um, the team that I'm kind of locked in on outside of the New England Patriots, who had a decent day at camp today, uh, defense was good. Mac Jones threw a couple picks very early. Pretty boring, not that interesting. Don't want to get into them. Did enough on them last week. The Jets. Um, I'm in. I'm in on the Jets. I, I'm in. I started off, they're going to be terrible. I then said they're going to be like second or third. I think this team could win the Super Bowl. Um, I was watching their tape today. There was a hard knocks preview. Garrett Wilson, great young wide receiver. Sauce Gardner, arguably the best cornerback in the NFL and only his second year. Going at each other. And, you know, you expect competition in this. There was definitely competition, but it was friendly competition. They were complimenting each other's play. Um, you know, and I'm sure that happens all the time, but all the rumors of dysfunction, reports of fights breaking out at camp, Cam rightly pointed out that happens at every camp, not that big a deal. Um, and Rogers kind of holding it down. And what I saw when I looked at them was something I saw two years ago to much to my chagrin in Tampa Bay. Tucker likes to make the point, well, Brady went to a really young, talented team without a quarterback. What were the Jets last year? A really young, talented team. Uh, O'Roy, D-Roy. Um, 
without with no quarterback. Zach Wilson stunk. Whoever else, Mike White stunk. Um, I think that <laughs> I think this team's gonna be real, real, real good, and I think there is a chance that they could at least go to the Super Bowl. Um, I start. I, I originally said to Cam, book it, Super Bowl champs. I'm not ready to make that take yet. That might be one for a later date because I still think about the Chiefs and um, I think they are kind of favorites from here for the next 10, 15 years. So, um, but I, I am very interested in this team. Uh, Cam, I assume, oh wait, yeah, I sent the video along to you, Cam. Uh, what, what'd, you, what'd you think? Yeah, I've been on the Jets the whole time. I don't listen to anything Tucker says ever most of the time, ever. Um, I, I formulate my own opinions. And I think, I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't think I was over exaggerating when I said, you know, 13 and 4 is kind of a good estimate. They are the Bucks, in a sense. Um, young and talented without a QB. I don't think they are as good as the Bucks were. I agree. But I do think that they are better. They're a better oiled machine, if that makes sense. I think the Bucks, the Bucks organization is actually a little bit more shambles with Bruce Arians. I think they butted heads. I think it's a lot more safe in New York right now than it was when Brady went in. And I think they're going to pick up pieces quicker than Brady. It took him a long time. I think Rodgers is just kind of smooth sailing. Um, another similarity you pointed out was... Uh, the contract that he took. Oh, okay. true. Forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, that's one that, that uh, that's a Brady move as well. And I, I said the same thing when Tucker said uh, they're not really comparable. There's just another example. He's going there. What other reason do you go there except to try to win and to prove to the Packers that, you know, you're not going to take their their disrespect. Packers really blew. I think they. I don't know if they'll win game, but um, I'm I'm high in the Jets. I still am, of course. I think the question for us has kind of been, what is Rogers' commitment level going to be? And he's taking less money to go to a historically bad team. That shows me he's committed to winning. He wants to win. Uh, and to your point of him butting heads with not butting heads with the coach, I think Brady is such a, you know, it's kind of almost a knock on Rodgers. Brady's such a winner and such a competitor that he was bound to butt heads with whoever he ran into. I mean, he butt, butted heads with Bill. Of course, he was going to butt head with Arians. I think Rodgers is a lot more laid back, which could be a negative. Um, and I think that he's going to be more willing to go with the flow. The only thing I see holding his team back is coaching. I really don't think Sal is a great coach. I don't. Um, I haven't seen anything to prove that he's a good coach yet. So I think the only thing that could hold them back is coaching. But like I said, I think Arians held back the Bucks at times, um, especially in Brady's second year there. I think he really held them back. Um, so I think that is is something to worth watching. But, you know, eventually the talent will outweigh that, just like it did in Tampa. Um, Dill, now you're, you're anti-Rodgers, big time. I mean, I don't like the guy. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I think they're going to be good. I'm surprised that you brought up the uh, hard knocks 
because I'm still full on board. Hard Knocks is going to bring this team down. Um, and you think that? See, getting to the Super Bowl is so hard. And Aaron Rodgers wears that stupid turtleneck, <laughs> and he's just not going to make it. He went from one green team to another green team to the same turtleneck. It's just not going to happen. And uh, sure. the team may be better for sure. It makes our lives for us Patriots fans harder because we might lose twice to the Jets. Oh, we're but not it's being just not going to happen. We're not it's just not going to happen. It's the Jets. Um, counter take to your hard knocks point. Hard Knocks knows they're not welcome. Like, they know that they're being forced to do this. If they want to make the best show possible, they're probably going to want to shed the best light possible on these guys to get them to open up more. So Hard Knocks is going to go against its morals of showing a real training camp, and it's only going to put out fluffy clips like this, and it's going to boost the boost the morale of the team. That's where I'm at right now. Because no, everyone's watching this clip mistake. being like, oh, my God, the Jets are going to be so good. Like, I... I bought it. I bought right in. There's no shot. That's all a sham. Um, Cam, any news from Giants camp outside of the big Saquon development? If you want to touch more on that, I know you briefly touched on it. Yeah, um, I got a few notes about the Giants camp, but here's the problem with all these guys that go to camp. I wish there would be people that go there with non-biased opinions. Because the Giants reporters that go there, every single person is the best player in the league. So, like, Darren Waller looks unbelievable. But these are old fat Giants fans that just got a job at journalism that go there and, you know, watch their favorite team play ball. The time, well, I would if love Tucker to got hired by the Pats. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to think about Giants camp. I kind of just read into the atmosphere more than that, what they actually do. Um, Kind of like the Calvin Ridley routes, I over I overthink that. Wow, he's fast running around. Yeah, he should. Um, so I, I look less into like the drills and the one on ones. Like for example, the Patriots, Ty Montgomery had four touchdowns. Okay. So good, he's nasty. He's nasty. <laughs> he's so good. He <laughs> zero in the regular season. He actually he scored our play. first touchdown last year, by the way. In case you didn't know that. Good. All right. Well. Nonetheless, that's my thing. I don't read into it too much. I won't read into how the atmosphere is doing. How are we liking the coaches? Are we getting along? How many are fights? We, are we, yeah, are there fights? Are people hating each other? The best thing I can report about Giants training camp is that our front seven, I sent it, I think they're like sevens in the league or ninth or something. I'll take them. I'll take them over anyway. Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams have a video shouting to each other across the parking lot. Hey, there's my friend! What's up, buddy? Just fast friends. Guys being dudes, liking each other, hanging out, uh, loving that each other are giving money. Everybody's happy for each other getting paid. Andrew Thomas has got a huge check. Daniel Jones, hilarious comment. I'm happier for him. I'm happy for him, but I'm also happy for myself. Uh, one of the best offensive tackles in the league. Resigned. He's happy. They're all friends. Love the atmosphere. Love Joe Shane. Love Dable. Saquon had a huge catch in the end zone, toe tap, stretching out his arms. I'm excited about this team. I think you should be. Um, there are just like two things I want to touch on from Pat's camp, and it's it's not really what I saw on the field. I did watch the entire media portion of the practice. Seemed pretty normal. Didn't see anything that stood out to me. 
Um, Juju was getting the fans amped up. Kendrick Bourne, same thing. Uh, just guys that play to the crowd. That's who they are. Like, just make sure you do that. On like, bring the energy to the field. Um, other than that, didn't really notice anything outside of like I mentioned before. Mac not looking great on day one. Um, the reports are that it's already like a better, well-run organization than it was this time last year. They knew from the first practice that it was going to be a disaster. And now they're like, okay, it looks like an actual football team. The two things I want to touch on are Mac Jones did media availability after. And somebody asked him, like, how is your and Bill's relationship? And he essentially said, like, I think we're fine. That's what he, I think we're fine. We've talked it. We've talked about it. So for the delusional Patriots fans, <coughs> Tucker, <coughs> clearly there were problems. Like, clearly they were not happy with each other. And I get why Mac was not happy with Bill. Um, I understand why Bill wasn't happy with Mac. I don't agree with it. But this is a problem uh, that's going to persist. Uh, clearly, Bill's still, you know, upset about the way things were handled last year. And I think Mac is probably directly reporting to Bill O'Brien. The second thing I want to touch on is the assistant GM for the Patriots. Names guy by the name of Matt Grow, who um, is, I think his technical, technical title is Director of Player Personnel. Um, he had some crazy comments after. He's much more of an open book than Bill. And somebody asked him about the salary cap. And he's like, yeah, well, with the salary cap nowadays, you can really do whatever you want. And they, Bill's got to be pissed because that is the Patriots out for everything. Like when they are asked why they don't actually spend money, he's like, well, cap restrictions cause this and this and this and just talks high level and makes everyone feel like an idiot. This guy was like, yeah, no, um, we can do what we want with money. And the second thing he said was, Somebody asked him, like, what is a draw to play for the New England Patriots? You're still looking at free agents. What is your pitch to them? He's like, this is a place where you want to come if you love football. If you're a hard work, if you want to work hard and you love football, this is where you should be. And that's all well and good. You know, I understand the mentality behind the message. I personally love football. You know, I would play in the NFL for not a lot. I mean, a lot of money, but not, you know, tens of, bil- tens of millions of dollars. I play for a mill. Um, if I had the ability, um, but that's not attractive to NFL players to be like, yeah, you're going to come here, work your ass off and you just got to love football and we're going to pay you pennies on the dollar, by the way. So I just think that's, that's a little interesting. Uh, Dill, I imagine you're hearing these things for the first time. Do you have any opinion on, on Max reaction to Bill being a meanie or the assistant GM saying that we're not going to pay anybody, even though we can? Um, it's not good. Not a good look all around. Um, I did hear about the assistant GM's comments and that was the first thing that came to my head with what you said. So, um, it's just weird. It's like we're here to play football, be good at football, but all we seem to talk about is politics in the locker room and like, you know, I don't know. Uh, philosophies about how to build a roster. And it's like, okay, can we get down to playing football and being good? Uh, so I, it's like, I don't know. I think this team is is kind of a mess, to be honest with you, Trey. I'm sorry. No, I agree. I think they are a mess. I think they're going to be better than they were last year, but it's going to be marginal. One or two wins. Um, 
All right. Uh, MLB trade deadline. I mean, anything? Bro, huh? Go ahead. I thought you were going to touch on. I thought you were going to touch on the other. Um, the other point of Mac Jones just laying the laying the tea out on the table in the press conference. Um, or at least the fact that there was tea at one point. I, I did. I said clearly there's a, there's an issue. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought that and, was fine. And that's what scares me the most. It's like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good uh, good thing going in, in New England. I mean, if this doesn't tell you that Bill... Is, is that Mac? Is that Mac? Huh? Having experience with the media? Is that Mac just not having experience with the media, not knowing? No, he knows what he's doing. Mention that, or is it him trying to throw it in Bill's face, saying I'm I'm more than happy to let him know that you're treating me like shit? Yeah, that's what he's doing. And the thing is, like people people hate Mac for the way that he reacted last year. They hated him for going out and being, you know, on TV, clearly like pointing at the sideline, like what the hell are we doing to run the ball or throw the ball, like just calling out coaches on national TV. People will hate him for that. If he didn't do that, the national spotlight, yes, eagle-eyed Patriots fans like me who knew it was dysfunctional the whole time knew that there was problems. But if you're not like locked in, the national media who's paying attention to much more interesting teams and good teams would have never been like, oh, maybe Bill's on the hot seat this year. It's time for the Patriots to step up, which I think any more pressure you can apply to him is good. Um, so I think that's Mac just applying pressure more and um, attempting – to uh, just remind everyone what happened last year. Um, I think he did it in a good way. I don't think he was like, yeah, no, Bill and I fixed it. We had major problems. He just, he said, I think we're good. You know, we talked it over. But if it doesn't show you that Bill has checked out that he's only working with um, O'Brien, then I don't know what else will. And they, um, I guess during practice, Mac and Bill only talked once the entire time. I mean, I don't put a ton of stock into that, um, but it's just something worth watching. Uh, Tucker, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, we were just discussing first day of training camp for a couple teams, Jets, Pats, Giants. Um, do you have a waste to take you want to lay down first? Because I realized last week when you joined the show, I never gave you a chance to give your waste to take, so I apologize. I did realize it right at the end, but it was, you know, I got there late. So I don't really blame anyone for not. We also being got late. into a heated debate for forty-five minutes, so it just like slipped yeah. my mind. No, I, I think I think I made my voice heard on the podcast that day without um, anything. Um, and yeah, I have a crazy take. Let's hear. Everything is kind of ran off the Cardinals as the worst team in the NFL, right? It's kind of just agreed upon. I'd say so. I think Kyler Murray gets MVP this year. I think it's a crazy take. but I mean, look, this team is bad. They just gave this guy a bag. He is the future of the team. I don't even know who he's... Oh, God, I forgot to think about his wide receivers. But, I mean, I think that he can – I think he is a very good player that everyone kind of just overlooks now because they're like, look, this team sucks. They're dead. I just – I don't believe that they're that bad because I think Ty- Tyler Murray is still a 
pretty good quarterback. And I know everyone's going to say, no, wrong, not even close. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not playing on the same level as Pat Mahomes and all those guys. But as long as he plays all season, the guy's going to be throwing. He's going to be throwing late game. I mean, he's got Hollywood Brown as his number one, who's a guy that can be a guy. Can he? Like I, I think he can. He's got the speed. He's got all that. He's got Trey, one of your favorite players, as his number two, Rondell Moore. You loved him coming out of the draft. I did. I said he was the best player in the draft class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you got a couple of young guys that need to prove themselves on a team where everyone, you know, they're fighting for a contract. They're going to be playing from behind a lot, let's say. Let's say they can pull off a few wins here and there. Let's say they go, you know, nine. maybe they can go 9-7. and seven. I think the Rams are taking a huge step back. So I think that's a team that they can beat. I think the Seahawks will come back down to earth because I don't think they were ever that good to begin with. The 49ers are going to shit kick them, don't get me wrong. But they're in a weak NFC with a, a NFC with no quarterbacks in. Kyler Murray is a top, what, four QB in that conference? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at it. But, I mean, think of, try and think of three guys above them. The first one that comes to my mind is Kirk Cousins, and that's a mate. No, yeah, and that's a maybe. It's like Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. I think that he can still, I mean, this is such a weak conference. They can sneak in. Any team can make it in the NFC, in my opinion. And it's not like, Jesus, Brick. Are you looking at Brick right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just all over me. He's been such a bad dog. Welcome to the show, Brick. And he's been so bad. He's not welcome. Well, he um, just chopped his nuts off recently, so. Yeah, he's been letting me know about it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my take. Kyler Murray for MVP. So, I like CBOY. I do. Um, I don't like MVP. Uh, when's the last time a player on a bad team has won MVP? Like, so the team, he will need to lift this team to at least 12 wins himself. I think no. I say this team gets nine wins with him carrying the team. I think that he's a strong MVP candidate. I mean, yeah, I don't think nine is enough. Nine team that's supposed to go into the season projected to have what two and a half? I think is the over under. I'd say it's more than Pat Mahomes getting thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I think I just don't think nine's enough in the eyes of the media. Um, I also think he's not going to be the same guy. I don't think a he's a hard worker. I mean, there was clearly a clause in his stat contract that said he wasn't a hard worker. And I think all this is kind of fighting. Like, I think all of this kind of plays into, like, the Kyler Murray has something to prove this year. Yeah, sure. He, I mean, like, he's he got the big contract, but you know that guy's extremely online. He's, he, oh, for he's sure. a streamer, so for of sure. course he's online sure. all he's the time. So, like, he's got people to prove wrong. I just don't, like you said, like, I like Rondale Moore. He's a decent player. He's not... You know, the study was in Madden when I drafted the 99 overall deep threat when I drafted him in Madden. I think Hollywood Brown's kind of a, kind of a bust. Um, uh, who's their running? James Conner is fine. Not great. Um, it's terrible. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything about their line. Um, I just don't think he has the horses around him. I don't think the team is in turmoil in terms of coaching. They have a new coach. Who knows how that's going to play out. Um, 
I just don't think the team is good enough to propel him to MVP. Even if he plays really extremely well, I don't think he will. I think he'll be fine. I don't think it'd be great. I mean, he. I guess the recovery is not going great. Um, he might miss some games too. Um, so that's the reasons why I'm out. Cam? I'm out on Kyler Murray MVP. I don't like him. He's too short. He doesn't have the weapon. He is too short. He doesn't have the support system around him. They're coming in on the new coach. They're playing in the NFC West with the 49ers, and I think the Seahawks are going to be okay again, especially defensively. And I think the Rams are actually not going to take a step back because they only won five games. Actually, going to take a giant step forward. That is, if Matt Stafford still plays, um, God willing, I hope his wife's okay. She has cancer again. Um, I hope that he, he can stick out the season. Obviously, I'm sure that he can. That being said, I don't think the Cardinals are the worst team in the league. Um, Tyler Murray, if you don't have the worst quarterback in the league, then I, or if you have a quarterback who's not, you know, bottom five in the league, I don't think you're the worst team in the league. You look at a team like the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, you look at a team like the Redskins, who are obviously just going against you, like Sam Howell. Uh, these guys are just trying to tank. The Raiders, even. Uh, they got Jimmy and Devontae. I guess that's a winning duo. But I don't know anyone else on that. Oh, I guess John Jacobs is good. Nonetheless, I, um, I think, I think the Cardinals are, are going to be fine. Um, I don't think they're the worst team. The Packers, that's another. That might be the worst thing. I don't think Kyler Murray has any help. I don't think Marquise Brown, and I think you're lying to yourself when you say he could be that guy. Um, I think Rodnell Moore is so fast, dude. He's too fast. The whole team's short. Rodnell Moore is short. Marquise Brown, so short. Kyler Murray, short. James Conner, that she's short. That's the, I think he's sure. the problem. J.J. Watt's gone. Uh, Buda Baker is the leader of that team. He didn't even want to sign there, but he got a lot of money, I think, so that's why. Um, I just don't think he has the support around him. I think that he is a good little, good little guy. He's a little baby Mario, but uh, it's not bad. Baby Mario. Del? Um... <clears throat> Uh, Tuck, you said that you think um, Kyler Murray is very good. Well, I think your take is very bad. So, no, there's no chance that this man wins MVP. It's wasted. It's a wasted take. He had a tremendous rookie season, and everybody freaked out. He made that one deep ball throw that was like 100 yards. That was DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that was sick. But his scrambling ability is awesome too. Like he is. Well, it's the only thing he's got going for him because he can't throw it over anybody. Should have played baseball. Should have played baseball. I mean, he's making probably more money here than baseball. But I think he made the right choice. But yeah, um, it's not going to happen, Chuck. I'm sorry. But if it does, you might win take of the year. Yeah, I mean, if it happens, nobody sees it coming. Tucker, any takeaways from the first day of camp for the NFL the past couple of days? Anything you want to get off your chest? Um, I, I have not been keeping up on training camp, if I'm being honest with you. That's fine. 
it's not not the most exciting topic. Um, all right. Do we have anything else we want to touch on? Any MLB stuff? MLB trade deadline. Sox sent Kike Hernandez back to LA for a bunch of no name relievers, which I don't actually hate. Kike's gone. Yeah, they traded him. Yeah, he sucks. He's not very good. I'm I'm fine with that deal. Uh, the one thing was one of the pitchers they got has pitched ten and a half innings. Um, and has a miserable ERA, but I guess his defensive, uh, defensive, uh, whatever the defensive rating is, is also bad. Like the, the, he, a lot of errors when he's on the bump, which is a That's good, fun. which is a good thing. If you're the Red Sox to trade for a player like that, cause you have such a good defense that, uh, <laughs> that'll definitely work out for you guys, <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't hate it. They need bullpen arms. Like, like Kike sucks. So. Good job in the 2021 postseason. That was fun. But, um, yeah, he just fell off the wagon this year. Like, literally could not do it. They put him in short and he sucked. He's just been bad all year. Like, I think he has it in him to be, you know, decent. Uh, but this year was just so bad. Trevor Story coming back, though. The great, the Red Sox great, Trevor Story. Yep. Dylan, yeah, Dylan Benham's take of Trevor Story being the best free agency signing in Red Sox history because it was going to propel Xander Bogarts to stay. And <laughs> yeah, I, I really tried on that one. <laughs> you did. You tried. Um, Yankees done anything yet, Cam? Has anyone done anything? I haven't seen any big trades yet. I really haven't. Probably ever. Uh, I don't care. I still think we got like a week before the deadline. A couple days for the deadline. Well, we touched on the AL East earlier. Um, I no, there's no thoughts. They're embarrassing. You can try to get me on the Yankees. I'm right there with you. I might hate them more than you. I'll wear the hat. (laughs) Might hate them more than you. But God, I mean, how bad can you make a fan base feel? <laughs> um, I hate the Yankees that like the Yankees. Those are the guys that really get me on. The guys that just every year just buy into it. I don't buy into anything. They are bad. They're really good, but they are bad. Um, Tucker, for your information, Dylan's take was the AL East will finish in order of lowest payroll to highest. So Orioles, Rays, Jays, Sox, Yanks. Um, my take was that Trevor no, Lawrence. Orioles, Rays, Sox, Jays, Yanks. I believe the Jays have a higher. Oh, payroll do they? Than. Oh, then that's my fault. Yes. Um, no, the Jays don't. It's it, it, the Jays Sox. have a higher payroll than the Red Sox. He said the Jays have a higher payroll. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah, so, yes. So they do. Saying, so Orioles, Rays, yeah. Sox. Jays, Yankees. Yes. Uh, that's who the hell are they paying? Toronto. Everybody. Do they have a lot of good players? They, I know they have Vlad. They're so irrelevant to me. I forget they're in the AL East all the time. Yeah, they're not very good. Um, it should be better. I said that Trevor Lawrence is paying attention to the hate he's getting, being rated lower than Justin Fields on the hundred list, and being out of the top ten in Madden ratings. And will be a top three quarterback in the NFL this season. Um, and Cam, what was your take, Cam? I already forgot it. 
food, Justin Fields will have oh, a better yes. overall season than Jalen Hurts. So there's those are I'll our takes. Take your take, Cam. I'm so against Tucker's Justin. a Fields hater like myself. I think he's just he hasn't done anything. He's like, oh well, he he played really good in that three and fourteen season, and everyone's like, oh well, just crown him the future of the NFL. But Jalen Hurts has Tyrod Taylor's No, but, I mean, I don't think he did, but everyone is saying, like, everyone basically says, like, oh, yeah, I need to pay the guy. No, don't think so at all. I, I know I know what you're saying. We talked about this earlier. The hype is just out of control. Ranking 10 better than Trevor Lawrence. Um, but I like the guy I'm buying in. Not that big, but I hope it happens. Oh, wait. Um, all right. You want to move on to list, guys? Um, I don't even remember what the list was. I don't know what the list is yet. Conspiracy theories. Oh. All right, let's do it. All right, Cam. You're leading off with your big-ass lead. Wow. This is I had one. So this was so this was this was just for the listeners' information because a guy testified before Congress today that they have alien bodies. Uh, the U.S. government has alien bodies. They do. Yeah, they, that's what they said. Testified before Congress under oath. Go ahead, Cam. Sorry. Number one, birds. Not real. News. Not real. Oh, one one. Yeah, I mean, this is a 1-1 one, one take. I've, I've said it on the pod before. I asked to go one. Tried to kill LeBron. Um, they, 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 they did actually intend on murdering LeBron James. So, not nice. And they're, they're not real. Government drones, spying, killing, attempting murder. Bird might have killed JFK. I don't know. Birdie told me. Um, I've said this before on the pod. I took a pot of a bird with two sticks. I named the tongs of death, and it looked real to me. What about a chicken, Cam? Is a chicken a real animal? Chicken's good. Chicken's a bird. No, 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 no. You know what I mean by bird. You look up in the sky, you see a bird. So flightless birds are real. There's no point to birds that are flying aimlessly. If you're not going south to get warm, if you're not looking for food, why are you just flying around in the air? Because it's fun. About no, good, good to go. I'm talking birds. You know what I mean when I say birds? Crows, pigeon, the birds that you look up at and just aimlessly not hands. How do you know they're not looking around. for food or building a nest? You, or you know, you know the ones. <laughs> uh, Dill. Oh, yeah, number one for me is obvious. I'm going aliens are real. I mean, that might not even be a conspiracy anymore. Uh, I think we have them. I think they're here. I think something's watching us. I'm all in on the aliens. They got weird technology. We don't know how it is trying to back-engineer it. That's why it's all hush-hush. Maybe we have back-engineered it, and that's also hush-hush. Um, I'm full on board on the aliens. And you guys haven't watched the documentary that I said you need to watch. That was one of the videos or one of our movies. It's making me very sad. 
Yeah, aliens are real. I just don't know if I think they've contacted us yet. Or I guess I I, I don't know. It's tough. Um, so glad this fell to me at three. My favorite conspiracy theory. JFK assassination carried out by the CIA. Uh, too much evidence to the contrary um, to say that one dude to pull that off. Shooting through trees in a fast time. Deadly accurate. Um, at least two shooters. Probably four. Um organized by the CIA uh, because Kennedy was soft on communism. They wanted the Vietnam War. Uh, he didn't back them up in the Bay of Pigs. So uh, organized a hit on him using either uh, some combination or just one of the mob Cuban exiles um, and uh, anti-communists. So um, for sure happened back into the left, magic bullet, all of it. There's just no way that that guy pulled that pulled that shot off in the way he did. So, um, and all the people that died afterwards that witnessed it and things like that. It's just, I mean, there's just no way. There's no way. Uh, you Tucker, think Oswald uh, is dead? Well, Oswald's 100 percent dead. They let him out because he was gonna he was gonna be able to prove himself innocent at least in the court of public opinion. So they let him out to be slaughtered. They knew they were gonna like Jack Ruby was a member of the mob. So they let him out and let Jack into the basement and. He shot him to silence him. 100%. That's what happened. Um, Tucker? Yeah, I mean, I can't believe. My, I got my one-two. And I think the one-two for conspiracy theories. Number one, jet fuel doesn't melt still beams. I was hoping we would not do 9-11. <laughs> what? I was hoping we were going to avoid 9-11 conspiracy theories. Why the hell would I avoid 9-11 conspiracy theories? It is the most popular... I mean, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Explain that. World Trade Tower 7. Do I believe in it? Absolutely not. Okay, I was going to say. Absolutely. I find it wildly interesting. I do not believe it for a second. I don't believe for a second either, but, you know, I figure, you know, as far as conspiracy theories go, I'd say that's the way. BD9. And number two, moon landing. I'm not. I. I'm starting to fall out of the moon landing. I. I think the pit. People send little things about it. I'm like that actually doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know. There's a good taste to it. Why have we gone back? We're going back next year. Well, why did we go back for 60 years? Just we got to the moon. We're like, all right, never need have to again. Didn't have to. Saw everything we needed to see. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it's the moon. I did see one thing, Tucker, that made me question it for the first time ever was the footprint on the moon and then the picture of the bottom of the spacesuit looked totally different. Um, so I'm sure there was, that was fake. No, but that's, I mean, that's, yeah, I just, it was on Twitter. I'm, I didn't buy it. I just for a second went, ah! And then I I've continued heard, like, some conspiracy theories that were like, I think we did actually go to the moon, but I do think that there's a possibility they filmed. They pre-filmed it. They took the photo somewhere else. No, they definitely did take stock photos somewhere else because that was yeah. a hired thing with Spielberg. But and they actually admitted that way back when. But people, there's, there's probably like B-roll that never made it that then got released, and people are like, "This is from the moon. It's actually not." Blah blah blah. I think they got shit footage on the moon. Still needed to prove that they were there and beat the Russians, and maybe you know shoved out a little bit of propaganda. No. I don't, I don't, think that. So, like, I don't hate that. First to the moon, 
We conquered the moon, USA, USA. Uh, yeah, conspiracy number two. All right, my next one is shoot. I have a couple that I'm I'm thinking about taking. Uh, ancient aliens. Um, yep, that was my next one. Yeah, ancient aliens. Uh, this would back up Dylan's conspiracy theory that we have the aliens and the aliens are real. Um, how were people building this crap back then? How were they dragging those stones up the pyramid? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, there's, they're, they're perfect shapes and they're building, being built using slave labor. And it, how long did it take to build the pyramids? Do they, do they estimate? Not that long. 20 years, maybe at the most. I have no idea. I'm, I'm totally bullshitting, but not that long. Not, it seems like a thousand year job and they just knocked it out. Um, doesn't make sense how you can get stones to go up that surface that way using human beings. Um, the ancient aliens are real. Uh, there's there's evidence of like similar beings across many different cultures. Uh, they're real. Ancient aliens. Dill? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with um, the Illuminati, number two, mm. is real. Um, you know, controlling the world. There's secret society uh, that that's making things uh, come to fruition and propagating uh, everything that's going on. I don't even know if that was the right English, but that's kind of what those people sound like when they talk about it. So, um, yeah, someone's uh, calling the shots. There's a group out there, entire world. Um, Jay-Z. And uh, we're just not privy to it. It is crazy when you see how much of the symbolism that it's probably all coincidence, but how much of the symbolism and like album art and stuff like that is, is like that. And the fact it's on our money, it's crazy. Uh, Cam, you two and three. Yeah. Number two, really glad this fell to me. Um, I actually believe this one. We are in a simulation. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I didn't think it. I Um, thought, I thought there was a chance we took Illuminati. So I took that one first. No worries. Uh, we are in a fifth grader science project. Is the way I like to see it. Somebody smarter. This is an easy, easy little task to get a B plus on. We're a B plus science project. The Earth. Uh, Sim, bad game of the Sims. They just they create an algorithm and they say, "Let loose. What happens this time around? Our whole life and universe and everything is going to just last over the the span of you know." I said, minute to show the teacher so we can write B plus on the paper. You got an 87. Good job, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Earth. One of the craziest things I heard, the universe, infinite. Goes forever. Doesn't end. Still going. So, yeah. Hate it. So, I hate it so I much. I can't think about it. I can't wrap my There's head just no it. way it doesn't have an and end. Things that I can't wrap my head around aren't real which means I'm not real you can't can't wrap your head around birds Cam birds are straightforward they are they are not real Um, I like to think of the simulation I like to think because it makes me feel better about dying is that like we're all like strapped into something and like living out our lives and then we wake up it's been like 10 minutes you're like whoa 
but I think that's probably very much not likely. Um, yeah. Um, there's number three. Me number three. Yeah. No, Cam. No, nope. Cam no, no. Um, number three, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. That's a good one. Sam Squanch. I was thinking the Swamp Donkey. Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Skunk Ape. Slim Jim. Whatever you want to call him. I don't know where this came from. Because what is this guy? He's portrayed as like not even that far-fetched of a character. It's like just a gorilla. I mean, a gorilla would probably kill a Sasquatch. A big gorilla. It's like a nine-foot gorilla. Yeah, but it's not like something out of this unworldly like that we couldn't defeat. You know what I mean? You'd catch like, one. I this is why like I'm out on Bigfoot. We would have caught one by now. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's kind of what I think about aliens. But the big universe, I get that. Big. Um, far bigger than the forest. <laughs> not real. Neither. <laughs> also, I, I don't believe in Bigfoot. But I love the Bigfoot hunters. I love that kind of, that crew. The tree um, knocking? I Yep, I, I respect the alien in the middle of the woods. Uh, <laughs> I think they just they need they need something to believe in. And <laughs> if it's Bigfoot, good for them. Let them go out and hunt. What are they gonna do if they get them? <laughs> what are you gonna do if you actually catch one? <laughs> Great mission in Red Dead Redemption, the original. You, so. you like go and kill a bunch of the Bigfoots and then the dude's like, I'm the last one, you killed everybody, what the hell? And he like can yep. talk. Dill, three? Uh, number three, I'm going flat earth. Damn it. Damn. Um, I knew that was going to get picked up, so I had to take it. Um, science would say that the earth is a sphere. All our models say that. It makes logical sense. However, what if we live in a certain dimension where... Flat means round, and like this. even though it is the, the the true nature of the universe is that it's flat, but we perceive it as a circle. Just think about that. I don't like it at all. All right, um, my next one is kind of alien related to to follow suit. Um, it's a little abstract, but I heard it a few years ago and I loved it. Um, it was that the some sort of alien confederation of um, oh, yeah. <laughs> a, like an alien confederate, like an alien government has contacted the U.S. government and told them that we can't be accepted into their federation until we um, advance our technology or... And if they spill the beans, they will destroy us. Um, I think this could be real. A hundred percent. I mean, you see crap flying around in the sky all the time. They're monitoring us. We are definitely primitive. And if you think about like how, how advanced a alien species would have to be to A, get here, uh, B, remain undetected to the general public, and C, be able to communicate with, um, with us without knowing you know, how to speak. Um, I think it's entirely possible. I think the presidents know about it and maybe it happened a long time ago. Presidents know about it, keeping it a secret. Uh, they're making sure they keep it a secret so they don't, uh, blow us up every once in a while. Somebody comes out and says something like this and then, uh, they're just written off as a nut. 
nope, they're telling the truth. So there is an alien government. They have contacted us, but they will not accept us into them until we can uh, master space travel. And probably world peace as well. Tucker? Um, yeah, I got a more recent one, kind of, you know, this era. Uh, I got the pandemic. Uh, it's definitely coming around, you know, that this was created in a lab in China, which might, is getting more and more merit, but that it was released on purpose. Um, do I believe this one? Also, no. Uh, but that's the point of conspiracy theories. They're fun. They're different. Uh, but yeah, I got the pandemic at three. Number four, I got Princess Diana's was murdered. Yeah, that's a good one. By the royal family. One of the best ones at the time. I mean, it was rampant, and I believe this one. I think that the royal family did not like Princess Diana whatsoever. They wanted her out. And so, yes, do I, so I 100% have backing behind this. The royal family sucks, so this one makes sense to me. Crazy, you have 100% backing on it, and you haven't come out with your findings yet. <laughs> I, I'm with you, though. All right, I got this next one. I'm taking it here. I was going to try to leave it till 5, but I'm worried it's going to get taken because it's one of my favorite ones. Um, Avril Lavigne is dead. Yeah, it was on my list. Yeah, Avril Lavigne. Um, Put out, you know, uh, like complicated and skater boy back in the day. Died horrifically. They found a body double, and, who could, and they engineered her voice and continue to put out songs to this day. Um, if you look at her, I can see it. They look slightly different. Is it age? Maybe. Is it a completely different person? Probably. Uh, Avril Lavigne died like fifteen to twenty years ago, and the music industry is covering it up. Love that conspiracy theory. Totally buy it too, all the way in. <clears throat> all right, uh, number four. I'm gonna go with one I'm sure Trey knows about. I'm going dead internet theory. I don't know that. Um, I don't think I do. The dead, <laughs> dead internet theory is the theory that the entire internet as we know it is almost entirely populated by bots and procedurally generated and it's actually nothing that anybody's actually coming up with and that's great i have not heard that um yeah you should look into it because there's kind of like some spookiness to it uh which i know doesn't make a lot of sense when you haven't actually like looked into it but it's hard to explain um but it's a good one it's worth a worth a google Cam, round us out. Have yours. <laughs> number, four, number four, Tupac is alive. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I remember reading this, actually, Trey, I think you were in my chemistry class. I read it somewhere in a stupid post and uh, immediately said, yep, he's alive. Bought in. Completely don't remember the facts behind it, but it was it was enough to teach me at that time, or to convince me at that time. Never looked back. Don't know when he's coming back or if he is. Um, or maybe my, my, the theory is that he was alive. Um, he didn't actually die at that time. Maybe he's dead now. But I think the rumors he was in Cuba. Um, but Tupac's alive. 
Last one, 2012. Um, 2012, you say maybe think doesn't count. Hear me out. One, it was one of the greatest conspiracy theories. I mean, it tell was, me that you I bought it. Little, I 100% bought it. I was so tell scared. Me you were not a little bit frightened of it that day. I was 70% sure that was my last day on Earth. And I spent it in school. Yeah, I mean, do anything crazy? Forget. No. People forget about 2012. I mean, people forget that there was a large portion of the population who, who just was underground. And, like, people didn't talk about it enough, I feel like. Now, the, when it didn't happen, obviously, there was an uproar of people being like, wow, I believe there's some idiot. But the people that are diehards followed up with a new theory that the Earth is in a, fell into a black hole. So oh, the Earth stuck in 2012. did end, but we haven't noticed it yet because of the time wow. uh, transition. I don't know when that time is is going to be that we actually notice, but obviously everything's different. Time warp in the black hole, I think they're stupid, and they're trying to just make up for just being idiots and believing in Mayan calendars. Maybe I'll get smited for that. doesn't matter. Not, nothing's real anyway. I watched uh, a lot of History Channel back in the day, and then I saw the movie 2012, and I was like, yep, this is going to happen. Yeah, if you go on to my Facebook and go back to 2012, I posted like hourly updates where I was like, oh, we're 10 hours away. Say goodbye, everybody. Peace. Um, Dill, number five. Um, number five, I'm going with a weird one uh, that I don't know if anybody will have even thought of. I'm going to go with uh, fluoridation which is back, I think, in the 60s when we started adding fluoride. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this one. Drinking water, like tap water. Is the government trying to poison us or somehow, you know, uh, actually cause people to get cavities and, you know, may, you know cause big tooth to be a thing? Uh, um, yes, sir. So there was also like mind control or something was also always part of it. Uh, I just think it's funny. Um, government and, and, uh, something helpful for your teeth that, you know, it turns into some sort of conspiracy. Big tooth can't Always a good one. Dr. Strange, love, great movie. They talk about it for about an hour and a half. Um, guys are psychopath. Tucker, I mean, you got to buy this for big teeth. Oh, another one that could be on your, your list, Tuck, could be, you know, wisdom teeth aren't actually real. It's just big tooth. Um, big tooth. My number five is going to be related to Dylan's once again. Um, he's already confirmed the fact the Illuminati were real. I'm going to talk about the Denver airport. Um, oh, yeah. Now, I've never been, but I've heard a ton about it. I've been. Yeah, so there's a giant blue horse out front. That looks like a horse from hell. Um, it does. Nobody knows why it's there. Nobody can answer it. Um, I mean, I guess Denver Broncos makes sense, but it's a very scary looking horse. It's got red eyes. Um, there, are, I think, are confirmed. Oh, this is scary. There seen are, it. Seen it two months ago. There are confirmed tunnels like under the airport that nobody also, knows what goes on there. There's, they're all for the baggage. There's gargoyles overlooking baggage claim. Uh, there's strange, like, 
pictures and murals and scenes of like war and horror and things like that. So when I was there, I had no idea what this was about, that this was a thing. And when I saw that mural, I was just walking around. I was like, why is this in the airport? (laughs) This is weird. Is this new? No, not new. Um, Sorry, continue. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I've never been, but I've heard about this a a ton. The, The bunker underneath, according to conspiracy theorists, is six stories deep. Um, so they think it's the Illuminati headquarters or the reptilian headquarters or the shadow government headquarters in Denver. Um, and if you remember from the hunger games, they moved the capital to Denver during the end of the end of the world in Pan Am, the capital was in the Rocky mountains. So, you know, there's precedence right there that the shadow government could be planning to operate the world from there. Um, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, so I'm in. Shadow government is located in the Denver airport. Tuck. I like it. Now, for my last one, I have one that's very recent. I don't even know if you guys have heard of this yet, but Kanye West has been replaced. I like it. And I hope so. I'm honestly. kind of all on this one. Kanye West like, went on this rampage where he did everything. You know, he did all these crazy shit, and then he just disappeared. And then two months later, he pops back up. He looks different. He's married to some woman no one's ever heard of. He, like, like he was talking about, like, how Balenciaga is, like, like selling, like, child pornography. Now he's shopping at Balenciaga with his new wife. Like, it's all this stuff. He has a quote that says, if I, if I disappear and come back, it's not me. And so, I'm all in on this. I think Kanye West has been replaced. I haven't seen it, but I'm in. I, I hope so. It might be a, maybe he's a mind control experience, experiment. He doesn't. No, but he doesn't look the same. They post picture like the conspiracy theory like pages like post pictures of like the new Kanye out with his wife, and it's not the same guy. It's just not the same guy. It's not like. It's crazy that it's just not Kanye. Doesn't like it's like oh, that's a guy that looks vaguely similar to Kanye. Uh, all right, I think that's it for our list, guys. Now, did we skip movie last week? I think we did. Yes, we did. All right, yeah, it's just us, right? I think it's Dill. Yeah, Dill's up for movie. Um. All right. Speaking of movies, saw Oppenheimer. It was awesome. I gotta pick one then. Let's give me a second here. You don't have any. Don't have any more of these. Uh, nobody mentioned Obama's chef. Oh yeah, Obama's chef dead. What did he know? Drower, but but was a renowned swimmer. Interesting. Michelle Obama is a man. Helped him and died. Or just Mandela. Paul McCartney Pepsi. died. I've seen that one. Epstein. 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 Oh, that's a good one. Missed that one. Where are the movies? Um, Netflix. 
Anyone see Barbie yet? So, um, Wiffle Ball Tournament coming up. All right, I got it. One more show. Um, I've, I've watched this movie maybe once or twice. It's an oldie but a goodie. I'm going to Breakfast Club. Really? Oh, you know. like this film? Yeah. Isn't this a chick was. flick? No. No. It's a, it's a uh, cult classic. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard plenty about You've it. You've never seen it? I'm surprised you've never seen it, Dre. This I is see, a good pick, then. I've seen parts of it. What is that? Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. I don't think you'll like it, Trey. I, I don't know, think you'll love it. I, I know it's got uh, the girl that was in all the 80s movies. Uh, Molly Ringwald? Yeah. She's in it? Molly Ringwald. Isn't uh, Gordon Bombay in it, too? You're asking too many questions. It is an 80s Coach movie. Bombay. From the Mighty Ducks. Isn't he in it? Emilio Estevez? I'm almost sure he is. Yeah, he's the jock, I think. Yeah. You're talking about. All right. Breakfast Club. Let's eat some bacon, I guess. Um, that's our show. Ways it takes. Um, tune in next week. Wiffle Ball preview episode. Oh, yeah? Got to chat about that a little bit. Um, Got to figure out where Cam lies, you know. We'll say we'll say we'll leave that as a, a cliffhanger. Um but other than that, um, football's coming. We'll have trade deadline stuff, hopefully. Um, and we'll just keep our eyes on the sports world. I'll probably have another Patriots rant next week. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us. And we'll see you next week. So long. Yeah. yeah.